A few weeks ago, I was catching up with my dear friend, Jill. Jill is a solo pastor in Hickory, North Carolina. And when pastor pals catch up, we often talk shop. She was lamenting her weariness and shared how once again, she was hoping the Holy Spirit would infuse her with inspiration so she'd have something meaningful in her sermon that she was recording in her living room that week. I spoke from my heart and my gut and retorted, oh, there are so many reasons to be tired. Oh, that's good, she said. That's really good, Kate. Can I use that? That kind of goes along with what I've been writing. Well, I was embarrassed that my snarky comeback might now be quoted, but sure, I said, of, of course, what, whatever might help. It didn't sound profound or reflective. It was simply my truth, but not mine alone. And I bet it's the truth of many people at Northminster Prez in Hickory and also here at Second in Richmond. And as I've been perusing the news, there are many reasons to be tired for those living in Brazil, in Myanmar, in New Zealand, and in Guatemala. It seems silly to ask you if you are tired. There are so many reasons to be tired during this third Sunday of Lent. You may be tired of too much screen time, tired of social distancing, tired of normal activities with extra anxiety to be safe, tired of waiting for the vaccine or waiting for other people in your life to get their shots, tired of having to adapt and shift schedules and routines. The news regularly reports of COVID fatigue, urging us to keep wearing masks and washing our hands and staying apart so that our society and the world can get a handle on this virus. Or you may be over the pandemic and tired of violence near and far tired of health issues that cause you pain, tired of struggling in a relationship, tired by the incompetency of the government, tired of job searching, tired of rehab or recovery, or you find yourself tired after winter weather and days of rain. You may already be tired of this sermon. I get it. I understand. There are so many reasons to be tired. So when I started reading through the lectionary text for this week, I couldn't help but bring some of my weariness with me. When I saw that the Ten Commandments from Exodus 20 was the Old Testament text, Old Testament text, I was delighted to find familiar words. As I read through the list, I landed on the fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath day 
and keep it holy. Yes, remember, remember. God's people were wandering in the wilderness, following Moses and pillars of cloud and fire, and they had plenty of reasons to be tired. And God commanded that they remember the Sabbath, keep it holy, and rest. Hear this commandment of love from the common English version. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you may work and do all your tasks, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. Do not do any work on it, not you, your sons or daughters, your male or female servants, your animals or the immigrant who is living with you. Because the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything that is in them in six days, but rested on the seventh day. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Remember, God rested after creating the world in six days after separating sea, air, and land, after creating birds, fish, creeping things, plants, flowers, and humankind, God rested. Remember, time can be holy when we set it apart as blessed by God. Friends, this, this is good news. If you are tired, If you are weary, if you find yourself experiencing moments or days full of fatigue, God commands us to remember to rest. God calls us to take time apart from activity and doing to be, to be blessed and beloved. God understands there are reasons to be tired, and in response, God calls us to rest and replenish our souls with worship and wholeness. As we follow Jesus to the cross, as we face the anniversary of when COVID closures began, we are called to remember the Sabbath to keep one day holy and focused on God. In preparation for this sermon, I went back to Abraham Joshua Heschel's classic book, The Sabbath. In my copy, much of this slim text is underlined and starred. Heschel still has much to teach us about the Sabbath, even 70 years after his book was first published. But today, I want to focus on one of Heschel's observations in the first chapter. In Genesis, at the end of the first creation story, we read, On the seventh day, God finished the work that God had done. And God rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. In response, Heschel writes, The ancient rabbis concluded there was an act of creation on the seventh day, 
Just as heaven and earth were created in six days, menucha, the Hebrew word often translated rest, was created on the Sabbath. Heschel continues to emphasize this gift of such rest writing. To the biblical mind, menucha is the same as happiness and stillness, as peace and harmony. It is the state wherein the wicked cease from troubling and the weary are at rest. It is the state in which there is no strife and no fighting, no fear and no distrust. The essence of good life is menucha. Friends, this is not a simple nap or just a day off from school or work. This rest is the essence of good life. This time set apart as holy is the same as happiness and stillness, as peace and harmony. The Sabbath is a gift from God for worship and rest. Heschel reminds us that Sabbath rest is a glimpse of life in the world to come, a synonym for eternal life. God has blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. God has blessed us to experience Sabbath. God has gifted us with holy, sacred time. So today, after we gather at the table, after we join the communion of saints, remembering this holy meal Jesus shared with his friends, we remember the holiness of this day. When you realize that you are tired, remember God has called you to holy, sacred rest and the essence of good life. Breathe deeply, slow down when you can, and rest in God's love. Rest well, rest deeply, rest fully. God rested on the seventh day, and God hopes we too will experience the glory and peace of such sacred rest. May it be so. Now let us pray. God, you are holy. As spring begins to bloom in the yard and birdsong fills the air, we give thanks for the grandeur of your creation. We give thanks for the ways you created the earth and all who call it home with love. Today we give thanks that you rested after your work in creation, and you call us to rest as well. Guide us to rest in you. Lead us to keep the Sabbath holy so that our hearts are inspired by your love all our days. We pray with budding hope. Amen. <laughs>